Welcome to the Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center podcast featuring Reverend Dahlia Adams. You may visit us online at unityvacaville.org or you may visit us in person at 350 North Orchard Avenue in Vacaville, California. And now here is Reverend Dahlia Adams. Welcome. My name is Reverend Dahlia Adams, and I am so honored to be here with you today. Today we are celebrating the last Sunday in a season, a spiritual season of Advent. And Advent is a, a way of honoring the fact that we are always awakening to the truth of the Christ within, to the truth of the Christ's light that shines through us. And because human beings are beings of ritual and practices, that is season of Advent has become embedded in the Christian seasons, in the Christian traditions. Faith, peace, love, and joy are pathways to a awakening to that Christ light within us, but they are also gifts of that awakening. When we know and feel and experience the truth of the Christ within us, it is so much easier to stand in faith, to experience peace, to love, and to know joy. And so today we are focusing on joy. And joy might be the one that's the most difficult to express in words. It is a profound and very deep and wonderful experience. It was the message that the angels gave to the shepherds in the story of the birth of Jesus. In that story, the shepherds were out in the fields, and an angel of the Lord appeared before them, and the angel said to them, I am bringing you good news of great joy. So essentially, this coming to know the Christ, the Christ light within us, is a story of amazing, profound, and deep joy. A joy that cannot be found through other means. The depth of that joy is necessarily linked to the presence of that which we call God, no matter what it is that we use as our understanding of what God is, joy ultimately finds its source in God. Our co-founder Charles Fillmore said that joy is the happiness of God expressed through his perfect idea, man. In other words, joy is the happiness of God that somehow we capture, that we feel, and we express. I love that explanation or definition because I think it comes close. You know, sometimes, sometimes it's not easy to experience joy, that smile and that, you know, exuberance, that 
blissfulness that we associate with joy. Christmas season is supposed to be a season of great joy because of that truth. And yet sometimes when things ha are, have happened in the family and a person cannot be with family, there is sadness or grief. Sometimes we've lost people in our family either because they've moved on to another plane or they've moved away in this plane of life or there may be an emotional break for a while with a family member. There's deep sadness and grief that can come up. But I've seen it written and I've experienced in my own life that, that grief and sadness, loneliness, does not always make joy impossible, does not always lock joy. There is this amazing paradox that we can feel a deep joy quietly within us and still experience grief or loss or loneliness or sadness. So it's in knowing that presence of God within us that we find the joy no matter what might be happening in our world. Google gives words that approximate the meaning of joy, words like exultation, triumph, bliss, ecstasy, rapture, happiness. And those are good words to point toward what joy is, to give a hint of what that experience of joy is like. But I think the joy that we're talking about goes so much deeper so much deeper and cannot be fully captured with those words. Pierre de Chardin, Pierre Teilhard de Chardin, a theologian from the early 20th century, wrote that joy is the infallible sign of the presence of God. When there is a joy bubbling up in us, when joy is our experience of the moment, that is a sign, according to him, that God is present. Our experience of God is present right there and then. Paramahansa Yogananda, a great Hindu teacher, he brought uh, the Vedanta Hindu teachings to the West. And he was asked once, what is God? And he thought about it and said, God is ever new joy. And that's what that presence of God gives us, allows us to meet each moment brand new without any of the blockages or encumbrances that we sometimes put up as we deal with this earth. So when we are in that consciousness where we know God's presence, we find ever new joy as we move through each day, each moment, each hour. I think maybe it's the great spiritual teachers, the scriptures, and the poets that best approach a description of what joy is. And Rumi, a 13th century poet, 
is one of my favorite poets, and he wrote that God's joy moves as rainwater down into the flower bed, as roses up from the ground. Now joy looks like a plate of rice and fish, or now a cliff covered with vines, or now a horse being saddled. He captured how this infinite joy, this profound joy, is found in every moment in the smallest of human gestures, if you will, or in the smallest movements of creation. Whether we're aware of it or not, that water going down into the soil of the flower bed is an expression of the joy that is God. Just like the roses that come up from that flower bed is an expression of the joy that is God. And what is ours to do is to awaken to this joy as we awaken to that Christ light, to awaken to the joy that it represents and to see that joy in the smallest things that we encounter throughout our day. And all of the feelings, the emotions, perceptions that are ours throughout the day. Another poet, Galib, he's a 18, 19th century poet. He wrote that for the raindrop, joy is entering the river. What's meaningful for me in that is that raindrop entering the river claims its oneness with the river, claims its oneness with the waters of the earth. So our joy is that moment where we claim our oneness with God. So there's a book written by Brother Lawrence, and he also talked about the presence of God as joy. The book he wrote is called The Practice of the Presence of God. So all of these poets, writers, saints, scriptures are giving us the same message to find within us that experience of God, that memory of God's presence, or if that evades you, imagine what it would be like to know the presence of God in this moment and allow the joy that is in that to become yours and then practice the presence of God with every dish you wash, with every leaf you pick up in the fall, with every book you read, with every conversation that you have, with every mindful step that you take, allow that to bring into your awareness the presence of God, the joy of God, the joy of that water going into the flower bed. In our own scriptures, in the book of Psalms, Psalm 16, verse 11, 
You show me the path of life in your presence. There is the fullness of joy. Again, that same message. God, whatever it is that you call God, spirit, um, universe, mother God, you show me the path of life. And in your presence, there is fullness of joy. Psalm 4, verse 7, you have put more joy in my heart than they have when their grain and wine abound. So all of the riches of this earth may bring me joy, but the presence of God, your presence, my God, brings more joy to my heart than all of the riches that abound. Again, another poet, Kabir, an Indian poet from the 15th century. If you look at the dates of his life from 1398 to 1518 is 120 years. I don't know if that's true, but that's what Google said, so who knows. In any case, Kabir wrote, inside this clay jar, and this clay jar is our bodies, our bodies that are made of the clay of the earth. Inside this clay jar, there are meadows and groves and the one who made them. So the universe is contained within us and the one, the God who made this universe is within us too. Kabir goes on to say, listen, friend, my beloved master lives inside. And when we get that, and it's sometimes just split seconds that we get that and it's lost again. But in that moment, we know the joy that is God. And the Upanishads, the Hindu scriptures, and these are some of the oldest scriptures, written scriptures on our planet. In the Upanishads, the self with a capital S refers to that divine presence in us. And the Upanishads, it's written that the self with that capital S is the source of abiding joy. And finally, Rumi. If you knew yourself for even one moment, if you could glimpse your most beautiful face, maybe, maybe you wouldn't slumber so deeply in that house of clay. Why not move into your house of joy and shine in every crevice? So we are so much more than this body made of clay. We have a light, a light that is the light of joy, and it is ours to shine that light. Natalie Sedman is an artist. That was her dream throughout her whole life, and she worked as an artist, and at one point joined the service, and she was a soldier in the Middle East, and the vehicle she was in struck an IUD, an explosive device. She was badly injured. She lost sight in one eye. 
and she had a near-death experience. She was actually declared dead and then came back. And during her near-death experience, she saw a gathering of beings robed in white light. And she's come back and she works as an artist. I believe she lives in Arizona. And she wrote, and she said, the world beyond will speak to us, that world that is of God. The world beyond will speak to us, and with it our joy returns, a joy that can be here inside of us in spite of the pain of the world, not instead of it. So she said it's not a choice between feeling the pain of the world sometimes and the joy, they can coexist. That joy is deeper and more profound, and it carries us through those real tough moments. And so finally, in the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verse 11, I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. And so it is. We hope you enjoyed today's message. If you would like to support this podcast, you may do so at unityvacaville.org.